If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. A case of the Buffalo Blues. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show, a brand spanking new one. We are in the air everywhere. Cohorts as we possess telepathic powers, unless we don't, coast to coast, border to border and beyond, on the vast and definitely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the shake, the shake and bake of the graveyard shift. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour coming from Bill's Mafia. Well, not actually the fans. This is the players. We have a follow-up to a story that we discussed in a previous episode of the show. So that, that is where things erupted. Kaboom! In the fallout from the divisional round of the weekend. So Buffalo, we know they failed to emerge victorious. This was the year of the Bills. The year of the Bills. And they went kaput. Uh, That's it. Uh, See you later. As they froze in the snow against Joe Burrow and the Bengals in the divisional round of the playoffs. And it appears a Buffalo team not built for the snow. What up with that? 
They'd be better off in a dome, the Buffalo Bills. They don't run the ball particularly well. Their defense looked slow. They were playing a zone defense in that game. So that's that's what has happened. But during the, the blowout loss at home, lost by 17 points, and the Bills favored by five, five and a half, their star receiver, Stephon Diggs, boiled over in a very public hissy fit on the sidelines. It was caught by the CBS cameras there. Josh Allen was the target of the dismay, and it was kept for posterity's sake. It is still bouncing all over the echo chamber there on social media. So then Diggs, who skedaddled out of the stadium, he tried to leave before the coaches even came into the locker room, and the player had to drag his ass back. And so he attempted after that, once he, he got back, he didn't really say much, but he added to the drama the day after. What did he do? I don't know if you saw this or not, heard about it, maybe not. So Diggs goes on social media, and he does a mini rant to give his side of the story. And among other things, we didn't see it, perhaps not. Among other things, he said, quote, want me to be okay with losing? No. Said that. I I think he was probably angry when he said that. He also said, want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? No. (laughs) In the third and final salvo, Stephon Diggs, a veteran, highly paid wide receiver, said, it's easy to criticize my reaction more than the result. Close quote. All right, so let us discuss the sound of Diggs as he begins his off-season workouts. All right, so the question on this one, very simple question. Stefan Diggs saying that people want him to be okay with losing. Is that a valid or invalid point? So the arrow is pointing invalid. This one is an invalid take, bad take by him. I've got diamond juggling, and employee documents. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make some chicken wings. Now, I've been to the birthplace of the modern chicken wings. Now, chickens have always had wings, but the Anchor Bar in Buffalo, I've been there. It's got, they, they claim that's where the, the Buffalo chicken wing originated, modern interpretation of the chicken wing. Anyway, so listen, Stefan Diggs, we'll start here. Stefan Diggs is clueless on this one. He's a heck of a player, but he's absolutely clueless on this one. He made himself part of the story. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. He did it. Period. Hard stop. And this is not his first rodeo. Diggs has been in the NFL for a number of years. He knows that at any given time, there are dozens of cameras on you. Certainly in a playoff game, there are 20-plus cameras documenting everything that takes place in an NFL game, and the people in the truck are doing what? Even if you've never worked a day in television, maybe you don't have a TV, you know that if you are the producer of an NFL broadcast, you are looking for compelling drama. You're looking for it. You want the reaction shot of a a fan crying. They get that at the NCAA tournament every year. You, You want the emotion, the raw emotion. And like a thespian, Stephon Diggs, played to the red light, the on light on the camera there. There there are always cameras focused on you on the sidelines, right? And he was spitting mad and, and all that. And 
You know, there, there are ways to keep these things in-house. Now, as a talk show host, I would like to thank Stefan Diggs for not keeping this in the family. Diggs coulda, shoulda, woulda held that rant for the sanctity of the locker room. But he didn't do it. And he couldn't do it. And so we got what we got. And uh, you know, then if he had blown up in the locker room and then somebody had leaked it out, then it's a different conversation. But it's not like that happened. It's not about being okay with losing. That's not the point. That's a bad take by Diggs. We're talking about how you handle stressful situations. You got to become the diamond, not the charcoal, right? You got to become the diamond. A diamond is just a piece of charcoal that, uh, let's just say it handled the stressful situation really, really well. Really, really well. And Diggs was your generic brand prima donna receiver having a volcanic eruption on the sidelines. Ka-boom! Just like that. Now, why did he do that? Well, he was frustrated. The team was losing, but he was also not a factor. He was not a force multiplier. was not on the same song sheet with Josh Allen. Targeted 10 times. Had four catches. I think something like 35 yards, something along those lines. But Diggs was a spectacular Spectacular spectator. So much, though, he probably should have paid for a ticket. And as for losing in general, there's a good quote by a former late college basketball coach at North Carolina, Dean Smith, who talked about, if you treat every situation as life and death, you're going to die a lot uh, when you when you deal in, in losses and wins in sports. And But the fact that he's complaining, he's like, oh, make me the story. Well, you were the one that made yourself the story. I didn't make you the story. All right, now page two. Are people criticizing Stephon Diggs' reaction more than the actual performance by the Buffalo Bills? So not in my dimension. Now, I live in a different dimension. Maybe you do not live in my dimension. But in my dimension, I have not noticed that. You have different tiers to this story. On social media, what do you have? You have athletes who are mostly insulated, surrounded by fanboys, members of the fan club for the team, that bow down before them. We worship you, almighty athlete, all-powerful, omnipresent, alive and well. And those fanboys, oh, the, the lemmings, uh, they, they love to build up Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs could have punched Josh Allen in the face and knocked him out, and his fans would have said, oh, you know, he deserved it, Josh Allen. That was a hell of a punch by Stefan Diggs. Uh, they put these guys on a pedestal. In the real world, and I try to use myself, and I try to put myself in that world, the, the real world. In the real world, we can multitask, right? It's like under the big top. Yeah, we're like circus clowns here. We're juggling balls on a unicycle. Uh, juggle, 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 juggle. As we are juggling, and we're being chased by other clowns and lions and tigers and uh, some woman breathing fire. Uh, that's how we do it. And so we are able to both criticize the Bills' performance, a lifeless, lethargic performance by the Buffalo Bills, just absolutely blah. And at the same time, we can also multitask and point out that Stephon Diggs' reaction was not great. Now, he's in a long line of people that don't handle losing well. Tom Brady's had many a hissy fit, for example, when he's lost a game and stormed off and I shake hands, but we're talking about Stephon Diggs on this one. And for years, we have said behind these microphones of Fox Sports Radio and delivered sermons 
that the better story is always in the losing locker room, and this is a textbook point of reference. And had the Bills won the game, let's say that we are in another world and the Bills had won that game over the Bengals. Let's say they win it 27-10. to 10. What do we get? We get Stephon Diggs playing grab-ass with Josh Allen on the sidelines, chuckling like a clown, putting on makeup for the cameras after the game, answering every question, smiling and laughing and giggling. But they lose, so we get the opposite, right? And it's the old famous quote from a uh, an old president that victory has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. And Stephon Diggs acting like an orphan, he acted like he was on uh, a, a, an island, Loserville Island, alone by himself and a volcano ready to erupt with hot molten lava. He became unglued. And when the going gets tough, Stephon Diggs, literally, I'm not making this up, he tried to leave the building. He literally wanted to leave the building. All right, last word here. So will the sideline kerfluffle have lingering effects on the Bills, Josh Allen, and Stephon Diggs' relationship? So I am nodding my head, yes. Everyone is smoking the peace pipe right now. They are ready to forgive and forget All of the public rhetoric, in fact, we have a clip from Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach, who was asked the day after there, and again, for the second time in as many days, he did what all coaches do, he defended his player. He defended his player, saying essentially that it's a good thing that he was visibly frustrated because of the loss, and here's a very small taste of what Coach Sean McDermott said. Steph's a a highly competitive individual, as, as we all know, and uh, that's part of the reason why we all love him, and he, he's frustrated like we all are. Uh, he was in today, and he and I spoke, and, and um, I'll leave it at that. Okay, now the day before, he said again, uh, McDermott, Bill's coach, that uh, this guy's a competitive guy, and that's what makes him good and all that stuff, extremely hard at these jobs, they work hard, blah, 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 went on and on and on. This is what's known as turning on the spin cycle. Not our friend spin cycle Regina in Minnesota. This is a different spin cycle. A much different spin cycle. The way I look at this, though, uh, here's here's my perspective on this. It's something that is squirreled away in an employee documents folder. This becomes a human resources issue, an HR issue. And it's filed away in the back, and it's something that you revisit, and you likely will not have to revisit it till the 2024 playoffs, the 2023 into 2024 playoffs, right? Then you have to look into that. Even if the Bills are humming along and they're a wagon again, the way they started the year, beating the Titans and the Rams and kicking ass, let's say they get off to that start and they have a wonderful year. They win 13, 14 games again. You won't know until the playoffs when when you face adversity. When you're riding down easy street, it's fine. But how do, you, how do you handle it when things don't go well? And Stephon Diggs does not have a great reputation in this particular department. And Diggs is given more leeway because he's an incredible player and he can dominate and they're paying him a lot of money. He's a generational receiver. He's also a generational diva. Let's not forget that. He's taken the baton from previous generations of diva receivers like Terrell Owens and Randy Moss and Antonio Brown and guys like that. And when he was with the Vikings, I love the way he left Minnesota there. He's in a contract uh, fisticuff situation with the Minnesota front office. He had this weird news conference. He missed practice. He said he was sick. The team said it was non-illness. 
He then gave, I remember, a cryptic answer. We did a monologue about it at the time, but he famously said, there's truth to all rumors. That was the money quote from Stefan Diggs in his time in Minnesota. There's truth to all rumors. So therefore, anything we say that's a rumor about Stefan Diggs, there's a little truth to it. And until further notice, Buffalo has to be downgraded because you cannot trust Stephon Diggs and and Josh Allen and these guys to be on the same page in a big spot when things don't go right. And even if you're a great team, you're going to face games where you're behind and you have to catch up, and that's the difference. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. In sports, we often talk about the GOAT. Who's the GOAT? Well, this is a scapegoat. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, co-conspirators, as we run a false flag operation coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the best and unreasonably powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the sweatshop, slaving over these hot microphones here. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour coming from the post-mortem on the weekend that was the Cowboys meekly exited the playoffs. The 49ers clocked them as the Cowboys' much ballyhooed offense only put up 12 points, but nine outside of the turnover, which led to a field goal. So nine points generated by the, the offense of the Cowboys against that 49er defense. Niners win 19-12 with Brock Purdy, the latest quarterback to beat Dakota Prescott in a playoff game as Dak failed to deliver. He sucked at a time you cannot suck. And in the autopsy on the latest saw wing and a miss, saw wing and a miss for the Cowboys, many a pundit have decided who to blame. Is it Mike McCarthy? Is it Dak Prescott? Uh, Is it Jerry Jones, the GM? How about none of the above? I did not have this on my bingo card. Instead, Many of the toe-sucking cowboy media and the people around the Cowboys are upset. Their feathers have been ruffled at the Dallas Cowboys social media team. Say what? Yeah. I know. If you Did you see that? You didn't? No. All right. So after the Cowboys, very l- l- soft, shall we say, soft performance, they were dissected. After they lose to San Francisco, and the team's Twitter account did not pull any punches. Dak Prescott, this is what they wrote, Dak Prescott gave the ball away twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds, close quote. So that is all it took to set off the outrage army. The bugle was sounded, and pundits from near and far chimed in very upset. How could the Cowboys do this? This is friendly fire. I can't believe that Dakota Prescott would have to work under these conditions with the Cowboys. 
Among those that spoke out, I uh, saw Herm Edwards back on TV after failing as Arizona State's head coach, and he unloaded on this. Uh, he, of course, as always, Herm said, this is, I'm a good Catholic man. He began by saying that, but he then went on and said, I will not go there with it. But he, of course, then went there uh, by saying, you're entitled to your opinion, but this thing is called team. He said, then Edwards pivoted, and this is the sentiment of many, he said this is the issue with the Cowboys, the culture. He said when you pick out a certain individual to say you want to lay the blame on him, uh, Edwards said, I don't believe in that. I just don't, and uh, that's not how I'm built. Edwards complained, this is a little bit of the Dallas Cowboys problem, he went on to say, so implying that. This is a symbolic thing that the Cowboys, the reason they have not won in an entire generation is because of Twitter, which did not exist 15 years ago. It did not exist. All right, so let us discuss the question, what do you make of the Cowboys' social media team posting about Dak and that being the the collapse of the Dallas Cowboys, right, the collapse? So I've got microcosm. Also, we've got uh, the uh, always popular, always popular bull pucky. We've got that. And if that was not enough for you, we've got divorce court. So we'll combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a grumpy Jerry Jones. He's grumpy because the team's not winning, but they're still making a lot of money. So number one. Oh, my God. What happened? Did, did, did the button break? What happened there? All right, let's try it again here. Let's take it from the top. Number one. What happened to my toy, Roberto? What, I need my toy. I I. I can't. You want? I'll do it again. No, no, I, I didn't do it right. I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> it's the only fun I have. Number one. Number All right, so listen, uh, the uh, the Dallas Cowboys Twitter team being blamed. I did not, as I said, have this on my bingo card. This is what we call unexpected, unexpected shrapnel. <laughs> the word refreshing would also apply. I got to tell you that. It's something that we have ranted about on our little audio soapbox here that we have become numb to the sugar coating. We like to point it out. We we goof on it, but on some level we're numb to it. In this world, we are filled with people in professional sports downplaying poor performance, passing the buck. Now, I, I, I signed a friend of mine who does uh, radio, and because uh, he's like me, and, uh, and we, we pointed out, well, he actually pointed out, we, we were talking about this, it was like a generational divide. Like, there's a point of demarcation where certain people are grown up, grew up with, you should be critical when performance is not up to standard. But there's a lot of younger people that have grown up in a world where that does not apply. The media backlash to a truthful 
analysis of Dak Prescott's performance is a microcosm of the modern sports culture. Since everyone, everyone attempts to minimize the negative, we have created this weird reality. Imagine, if you will, a society that has become so fake that the truth actually bothers people. Welcome to 2023. No lies. No lies were detected on that comment on social media about Dak. The Cowboys were in the game. It's not like the Niners blew out the Cowboys. They were in the game. Dak Prescott had a couple of turnovers, gave the 49ers six points, and they end up winning the game by seven. So you can do the math on that, and there was also a missed extra point on there as well. Prescott gave the ball away twice in a narrow loss. The Cowboys had an opportunity, and they did not complete the mission. Now, page two, is it true that the Cowboys' culture is the problem in Dallas? That's why they've gone an entire generation without winning. So on this one, it's a little more foggy. It's a tangled web. Now, do I believe that the social media nerd is the reason the Cowboys lose? No, that's horse crap, right? As Jay Scoop says, that's bullpucky. If Dak Prescott is the the big flower, we'll call him a pussy willow flower. If he's that big a pussy willow flower, then Jerry Jones needs to go out and hire Dr. Phil as a consultant. And, and, and take a look at the wide-angle lens. When you take a look at the wide-angle lens here, the Cowboys' biggest problem is the star. Not the star on the helmet. It's the star culture. Meaning, after a thorough minutes-long investigation and years and years of punching the Cowboys on the radio, that I have determined, my diagnosis here, you... Become a cowboy, and you're a star when you put on that uniform, and you don't earn it. You are smothered with love. You're a big effing deal. Nobody who has played for Jerry Jones for the better part of 30s, and maybe in the early days that was not the case when Jerry was still becoming the legend of Jerry Jones when he first took over the team and had to get rid of Tom Landry and all that. But for the most part, let's say 25 years, Nobody who's ever been a quarterback, a receiver, or a running back for the Dallas Cowboys or a star defensive player has been underappreciated. You get all the perks. You get the benefits, the privileges that come with being a mega, mega, mega star just by wearing the uniform, all the trimmings, without earning it. Wearing that cowboy uniform, it's the equivalent of being like Batman. Batman is the quintessential superhero with a wink and a nod to Iron Man. But Batman does not rely on superpowers to get the job done. Right? Batman, uh, it's all about the tactics, the technique, the tools, etc. But it's not a superpower. You play in Dallas, and you are given superhero privileges without having superpowers. Now, the difference here. These cowboy players, there, there's something to the fat and happy syndrome, the star status without earning it. And Jerry Jones is hanging out in the bat cave. He's Alfred the butler is what Jerry is in this little story. And, and when is the last time, serious question, just between me and you, when is the last time you saw a Dallas Cowboy team that was tough-minded, 
that was gritty, that was scrappy, that was an overachieving team. I'm asking for a friend uh, because I, I do not recall that. I do not recall that happening in my lifetime. And maybe when I was a kid and the aforementioned Tom Landry and his fedora were coaching before Jerry Jones came around. All right, final point. Will the Cowboys look to escape from Dak Prescott's shadow? This will be a story we'll talk about a lot. Now, publicly, the Cowboys have been pretty clear. No, N plus O. Uh, Jerry Jones, we know that he's extremely loyal. Privately, privately, we will guarantee that they will dip their toe in the water. There will be exploratory talks. The window to go to divorce court is open, and they will consider going to divorce court. Now, why is that? Zeke Elliott most likely is kicked to the curb. So why not make a clean break from this era of ineptitude with Dak Prescott? If only it was that easy, right? If only it was that easy, you're going to need a pocket protector poindexter who happens to study Houdini acts to figure this one out. But there is a path to do it, even though the pundits say, it's too hard, it's too hard. We disagree. As Jerry would point out, there is a way to do it. It's like circumcising the mosquito. There's a way to do it. Now, why is that? There's a lot of squiggly lines. Dak Prescott signed a four-year, $160 million Texas-sized contract with the Cowboys in 2021. Four years, $160 million. So it's not ABC 123. It's not like that. Dak's deal includes nearly 90 million smackaroos in dead cap money in 2023 if he's released. So he's not going to be released. But where there's a will, there's a way. Nothing is impossible in the fun zone of the NFL. I am a salary cap truther, so let's make a deal. I'm going to play Sports Radio GM. You and I are going to play Sports Radio GM. You're not able to talk. I am. You can call up later if you want. Welcome to Mallers Midway. Any trade is possible at Mallers Midway. It's the fun zone. Let's make a deal. In the early days of sports radio, sports radio was made for gamblers, but also maniacal shut-ins who would call up with wild trade rumors. Right, that that's also what sports radio is for. So at Mallers Midway, any trade is possible. Let's color outside the lines. How about a Dak Prescott trade to the Raiders for Derek Carr? Hell no. No. What if Jerry throws in some nice? Hell crap? no. You know what? You know what? Dak same Prescott? crap. Same crap. All right. How about different Dak? color? All right. How about Dak? To the, how about Dak to the Ravens? For Lamar Jackson, you know Jerry would be all horny to get a former MVP in there. The Ravens clearly are not smitten. They don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. So how about that? A former MVP? That's a possibility. Let's uh, let's go down. Who else do we have on Mallers Midway of Trades? Dak Prescott to Koopa Loops Denver Broncos. How about a Russell? Ah. Russell Wilson's got a terrible contract, and Dak's got a one year left. So the Broncos could get Dak for one year. And then the Cowboys have to take Russell Wilson, and you get some extra draft picks. So you trade a headache for a stomachache. Would you make that <laughs> trade? Coop saying yes. He would no, make I'm that. No, I'm not. I'm oh, not saying I yes. I thought you were saying yes, Coop. All right. What if I threw in the 27th <laughs> pick, Coop? You can have the 27th pick. That's the Cowboys' first-round pick. No? That doesn't do anything uh, for you? No? 
What if I threw in a third round pick? Can we make the trade? A Dak, a third, and a first for Russell Wilson. Boy, that's a lopsided trade. <laughs> All right. What else? How about uh, Kirk Cousins to Dallas? Kirk Cousins, I believe, in the last year of his contract, the Vikings have to decide where they want to pay him. Lame duck for lame duck. Quack, quack, quack. Come on, who says no? Who says no? Let's make deals. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is Steve Cavino And Rich Davis. And together we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. So, Coop, are you going with plan A or plan B, Coop? Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to go with plan A, considering it takes me like three hours to get to a <laughs> And he lives right around the corner. So, it's, uh, yeah. All right. What do we have here? A report surfaced over the weekend that the Arizona Cardinals will be interviewing Brian Flores for their head coaching position. Ben, do you think Flores has any chance of landing another head coaching job? All right, so I'm the guy that says no. Of course, I didn't think he would get a job with the Steelers, so I thought there's no way they can hire him because he's still got an open litigation against the NFL, but he did coach in Pittsburgh last year. There is a connection to Arizona. The Cardinals GM is a former Patriot guy. Brian Flores is from the Belichick coaching tree. I would love for Brian Flores to get the Cardinal job because he is known as a drill sergeant coach. And how is he going to react when Kyler Murray is like, hey, coach, I can't watch the film, but I, I, you can watch me play Call of Duty on Twitch. Can you imagine Brian Flores reacting to his – I mean, but Tua, Tua could not handle Brian Flores. I can only imagine what that would be like with Alligator Arms Murray there, the $230 million malcontent quarterback. So that would be great. Next. Brandon Belt has – Who? Uh, he's a first oh. baseman. He spent yeah. his entire 12-year career with the Giants, but this season he'll be joining the Blue Jays, who he said over the weekend he thinks should be favorites to win the World Series. Yeah. What do you think, Ben? No, I think he should stick to eating the chicken fingers. You know, did you see when he went to the Toronto, he said that they have the top chicken fingers on the Major League Baseball circuit at a hotel in Toronto. I found that fascinating. I've got to go to that hotel in Toronto and eat the chicken fingers, but... Now the Blue Jays have a good team. They, they, they have good starting pitching. Alex Manoa, we're a fan of his. Gossman's pretty good. Berrios, that's a big top three. The bullpen, they made some moves. The bullpen was the kryptonite for the Blue Jays last year. I can't pull for Toronto. I wish I could. I can't pull for the Blue Jays. I used to kind of quietly pull for the Blue Jays back in the day because I never saw them when I was a kid, and they were like this kind of weird thing. But they got a cheating Astro, George Springer, who's starting in the outfield. And so as long as you have a cheating a-hole on your team, I can't pull for you, so I'm sorry. They're not my favorite. The Yankees are the favorite. They're the the top dog in the American League. And you, you look around, and the Mariners are in the mix, and the White Sox and the Rays. There's really no one far and away better than everyone else in the American League. All right, next! 
Ben, we're about two weeks away from the NBA trade deadline. Oh, my favorite day on the calendar, Coop. That's right. You know, that little who's that redheaded ESPN? She ruined the trade deadline. She she complained that the trade deadline was at midnight. Was it Rachel Nichols? Was that her name? Yeah, she's not there anymore. yeah I think so. Remember, she complained the trade deadline was always at midnight Eastern. And we got the carryover. She she whined about it, and she used to be a big deal. I don't think she's anymore. And they moved it to the afternoon. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Which teams do you think will be the most active at the deadline? Your Lakers, Coop. They made a trade for a guy I've never heard of. I mean, that's a big-time guy. To You've trade- never heard of Rui Hachimura? <laughs> yes, exactly. Three second-round picks. You know that guy's an all-star. If you get tra- trade him for three second-round picks and a, and a guy who sucks, what a trade. No, uh, but I think the Hornets <laughs> are going to be the team that makes the most trades because Michael Jordan doesn't know what he's doing running the team, and they'll just unload uh, Scary Terry and Kelly Oubre and uh, Gordon Hayward and all those big big contract guys. And then it's the usual suspects. The Clippers, Steve Ballmer's chasing a championship, so he'll – He'll throw money at it, get a big-name player, as big of a name as he can get, and the Mavericks, the Heat, the Knicks, the Lakers. Those are the usual teams that make these trades. How did we do? Quickly, Coop. You passed us edition. That is a winner. You can put it on the board. Yes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And this portion of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio, we thank you for listening. God bless you. Travel Podcast brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Dot com. Let's welcome in our contestants. We've got Uncle Mo in Brooklyn. Hello, Uncle Mo. Good morning, Ben, Eddie, crew. How are you guys? Uncle Mo, if I was any better, I'd be a Jet, but not a New York Jet because... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a rough week for New York. I feel the need to like restore the pride of New York, especially after Steve's performance last week, so... Are you saying Steve in Manhattan trying to have me help him answer the questions was a was a bad look? Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that. I mean, he's, it was even more embarrassing than the Giants, maybe. And Steve hasn't called back since then, by the way, Uncle Mo. He's so embarrassed that he's not called back. That's that, that's even more surprising than because he he calls everything. I know he's addicted. Yeah. All right, hold on, Uncle Mo. You'll play our game and. We say hello to a man who Justin in Cincinnati claimed was no longer available because he was incarcerated. That's fake news by Justin. Although it did, that photo did look like this guy, Jed, who fled from the Gulf. Well, 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 big Mahler show. I'm a lot of Mahler man. Dang it, I had it good. I was practicing. I got a smoke right before I did it. Let's do this. I played oh, please, no God, pick, you gotta have You got to be with Ben. Please, God, let him no, be. No, 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 no. Eddie, Eddie, don't. See, you're already trying to cheat here, Eddie. I'm willing to play with anyone, but Uncle... All right, so you're, you're no, going to no, pick, no. uh, pick Jed. Uncle Mo gets the pick. He was on the air first. Uncle Mo, who would you like to partner up with? Um, I have unfinished business with Eddie, so oh. I'm going to go with Eddie. Oh, come on. Come What's on, the matter? Man. I thought you were going to win with anybody. What happened? No. What's the matter? Why are you crying? <laughs> Mo, we're both members of the tribe. Oh, you're, you're look a, at you. You're a good member. I thought I'm a you were great member, at this we're game. we're both members Racist. of the tribe, Mo. How Racist. can you do me like that, wow. Mo? How dare you? I with Eddie last Racist. time. I, gotta, I feel like I have unfinished business. All right. Hold I on agree. a sec. Uh, my God. Uh, all right. Jed, who fled? Let me tell you, Koopa Loop's dying to play with you over there. He's jonesing to play with you. 
they asked Polyphemus when he was blinded by Odysseus, who, you know, who blinded me? He said, nobody. Well, Ben, you could play with nobody. Get who fled. Yeah. That made sense, dude. I swear it made sense. Let's what, go. What, what does that mean? Dude? He picked you. He picked me? You picked me? Yeah. I don't love him, no. Oh, boy. Uh, Jed's pretty good in this game. Yeah, okay. You want to play with him? No, you go ahead. I, I'll, 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 we'll, we'll dominate. I, Jed is great at this uh, game. Uh, if uh, if uh, you uh, lose, uh, it's your fault. Oh, no, no. It's not my fault. 100%. Jed is good at this game. He's like the owner of an NFL team in Indiana. When does, when, does, when, does Poop, when does Cooper Lip go to uh, begin his Rhodes Scholar internship? Or, you know, I mean, not internship. That's the wrong word. All right, good. I made, I made Ben's point. I'm sorry. Let's go. All right, what are the categories here, Coop? Let's get that settled away, and then we'll have the full. Uh, this is the <laughs> Jeez. this is the Matthew Lillard edition of Mallard's wow. Mountain of Money. It's exciting. He turned, Matthew Lillard. You don't know who Matthew Lillard is? It's bad knowledge. Do you by know you, Matthew Eddie. Lillard, Ben? Absolutely. Who is he? That's, One half of the Dave, killer and scream. No, Damian, one half of the killer Lillard's scream. Yes, that's his cousin. Jed, Damian no, Lillard's Jed's, cousin. Jed's, Jed's right. right. Yeah, yeah. He's huh. he's the he's the killer in the original scream movies. He plays Shaggy Hello, and Scooby Doo. He's, yes, exa- yes, preci- <laughs> precisely. Anyway, the categories are as follows. Scream, SLC Punk, Scooby-Doo, and one of our own. And Mo was on first, so which category would you like, Mo? In honor of what I do during Sundays in the football season as a Jet fan, I'm going to go scream. We're <laughs> 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 Oh, he knew that he was doing Scooby Doo. <laughs> All right, Jed, do you have it? I'll give you a Scooby snack. Do you have your category, please? Oh. I think he's picking Scooby Doo. Okay. Oh. All right. Is Ben, is he? My God. <laughs> uh, he's ripping me. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's going to go well. This, what could possibly go wrong? All right, there it is. We've got our contestants lined up. Nobody hang up. We have in its entirety Mallers Mountain of Money. Put your bets in. Put your bets in right now. And how will Eddie cheat? We'll find out. What cheating we technique will Eddie use this week? Inquiring minds would like to know. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And right to the game we go. Let's welcome back our contestants. Uncle Mo is in Brooklyn. He's teamed with Eddie. And Jed, who fled, is in Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs Land. And he is teamed with me. Take me off the air. What's that? It ain't my turn. I probably shouldn't be on the air. All right, I'll put you on hold. Okay. All right, go ahead there, uh, Eddie and Uncle Mo. You guys, what did they pick? Scream, I believe, Coop? Yes, that that is correct. All right, very exciting there. And we'll put 45 seconds on the clock. We need first and last name. This is something Steve in Manhattan had problems with. First and last name. Are you ready, Uncle Mo? I think so. All right, you're on your way. Go. All right, uh, these athletes, by the way, have all been involved in killings. Uh, former Bills running back. O.J. Simpson. Uh, Ravens linebacker. Ray Lewis. Uh, dog fighting guy in Atlanta. Michael Vick. Uh, tight end for the Patriots. Aaron Hernandez. Uh, Oakland Raider wide receiver. Uh, car burst a car into flames from Alabama. Um, uh, Henry Ruggs. Yes, Las uh, Vegas Raiders. yes, yes, yes. Uh, the Blade Runner, South African runner. Um, Oscar Pretorius. Yeah, a, a wide receiver for the Saints. He ran over a guy uh, in Miami, I think. It was a DUI. Dante. Oh, Dante. Yeah. yeah. Same uh, same last Dante. name as a Steelers legendary wide receiver. Mm. Oh, oh, 
and I, I'm going to uh, protest the 80.1, Eddie, because he did not say that properly. Oh, yeah, no, he did. He did, he did yes, not he did. say that. Oh, he, he, no, he, he knew the name. Stop he it. He didn't say it. He Stop that. You're, you're already trying to cheat by not describing Eddie's category. No, I did not try to cheat at all. Eddie, he did not get it right. Yes, he did. 240 points. Dante Stallworth was the Oh, gosh. Dante Stallworth. I think works here. But anyway, all right. Let's get. I don't know. Let's keep <laughs> Does might, he? I don't think so. Too, I thought he did a podcast. Oh. All right. Anyway, All right. Uh, who knows? Uh, hold on a sec. Let's see. Scooby Doo for for Jed and Are you ben. there, Jed? Are you there? Yeah, I shouldn't have to play ringers, man. I'm no. I'm. I've done drugs for too long a time. Okay. No, stop it. All right. All right. Hurry up. Good Come point. on. Scooby-Doo, these athletes are all vegetarians. Ready? Begin. All right. Bears quarterback right now. Justin Fields. Anti-Semitic NBA player from the Nets. Kyrie Irving. Point guard for the Lob City Clippers. He's on the Suns now. Chris Paul? Yes. Uh, fat African-American pitcher for the Yankees. He won some Cy Young Awards. He's bad here. Yes. Uh, third baseman for the Yankees right now. He won an MVP for the Blue Jays. Pass. All right. Uh, Lob City Clippers center. Played with Blake Griffin. Blake. And, yes. The, Say it. Uh, Jordan. What's his first uh, name? Say it! Keep going. Say I keep, it! Bad. Right. Good uh, Duke, Duke star first round pick for the Sixers in 2015. Duke star, college okay. basketball. DeAndre Jordan! DeAndre Jordan! Nah, he got it. He no, knew he it. Didn't. He knew well it. After the he knew it. No, he knew it. 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 By your logic, he knew it. He got it right. It was after the buzzer. He knew the name. It doesn't matter. He knew the name. Your guy, Uncle Mo, didn't say the name properly. Uncle Mo did get Pastorius' name wrong. The last name. No, no, no. This guy got He knew it. Uncle, by your logic, he knew it. I'm a drug addict. I'm a drug addict. I did not get it. I did not get it. That's 100 points for Jed and Ben. You have to go again. You guys are behind. He knew it. Jed, would you like SLC Punk or one of our own? It was a punk that round, so let's go with the punk. SLC Punk. All right. These athletes are all from Utah. 45 seconds begin. All right. Quarterback for the Jets right now. The guy was a bust. I don't know. Pass. That's crazy. Pass. All right, see, now you see. All right. Go, go, go. Uh, a BYU quarterback. He's on ESPN now. Terrible. BYU, it's not Todd Detmer. It's a BYU quarterback. What is this? How about, how about this? Hey, uh, Terrible. Uh, Rams off. <laughs> you put him up to this, didn't you, Eddie? No. You did. You're, you're you throwing to, in the towel yeah, like yeah, a loser. You yeah, put me up to this, man. Uh, uh, you're confident. A Rams, a Rams defensive tackle in the 60s and 70s. You drug addict. Get it right. Come on. Uh oh. He's losing it. Hey, I got to earn my nickname. I'm the one who fled. Jack Young was. No. no he not. didn't get it right either. Well, yeah, because no. you just said Rams defensive tackle from the sixth. Like, you gave no clues. That, there's like. Awful clues. Bad quarterback from BYU. Yeah. How many quarterbacks from BYU are on ESPN? No, no. List me. List all the quarterbacks. No, seriously. List all the quarterbacks from BYU that work at ESPN. Yeah, because that's what this guy is known for is being a BYU quarterback on ESPN. Why don't you say maybe running quarterback for the 49ers that came after Joe Montana? Maybe that would be a better clue. Mo did not. Dead. 
Mo did not get Oscar Pistorius right. Mo wants to run up the score. Take away the 80 points. We still win. Mo wants to run up the score. But my guy was on drugs, so I won because he got some right. If he got any right, I won the game. All right, Mo, let's run it up. Let's run it up. Run it up, buddy. I got Vancouver Canuck question. All right, current quarterback of the Bengals. Joe Burrow. Former MVP in the NBA. He now comes off the bench for the Lakers. Um, that's everybody. Um, no, it's a terrible call, Eddie. It's such a bad call. Oh, from my Oklahoma God. City so, MVP. Huh, Eddie, you suck oh, at this. So Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle. Oh, my God, All-time consecutive games played Horrible. in baseball. Oriole shortstop. Horrible. Cal Ripken Jr. That's a 40 The Glide. <laughs> the Glide. Uh, NBA Hall of Famer. Blazers. Rockets. Clyde Drexler. Yeah, uh, yeah. Former Twins catcher. Uh-huh. Moved to first base. Joe Maurer. Uh, former Yankee old school pitcher. His nickname was a color. Uh, won a bunch of World Series back with Mickey Mantle. Yeah, that's it. Run yeah. the table. Yeah, run the table. Yeah. I got Vancouver Canucks yeah. trade deadline questions with that golden yeah. ticket, Eddie. So you you give get me, a golden ticket anyway. You, you, you give me a guy who's doing pharmaceuticals around the swamp. Well, you said you could win with ben, anybody, Ben. Ben. I would have won, won with Chad. I would have won with Chad. You should have said the guy who dates 80-year-olds for the Zach Wilson clue. All right. Uh, yep. Listen, bad clue, ben. Uh, zip your lips, bad Uncle Mo. How dare you? You could have picked me. You White didn't quarterback at a BYU. That's a terrible <laughs> <job>. <laughs> 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 oh, now, I would like you to name. I would like you to name the other people on ESPN that are white guys from BYU that talk about the NFL. Oh, Go ahead, name them. Ben right says he now. can win with anyone. I would everybody, like, I would like I'll you to win name. with anyone. No, no, I want you and to name them. Cries and cries I'm gonna, and cries. I'm gonna sit here. Oh, and wait. My guys are yeah. drugs. Yeah. Give me a, drugs. You give me a druggie. You give me a who quit by the way and hung up. Jed who fled. He left the show yet again. That's Good how job, he got. Jed. The nickname. You suck. You're, you're banned from the show. Jed's banned from the show now. <laughs> the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 